Hey, it's Cindy. And today, and for the next few weeks, I'm going to do something new here at the Tiny Course Empire podcast. I talk to a lot of people who are feeling overwhelmed with all that they have on their plates. They're trying to build a business, and they have all of this information coming at them from all kinds of sources, and every source has a different opinion. You know, you should make sure that you have your branding in place, and you have to have a website, and you have to have an email list, and you should be using all the right hashtags on Instagram, and you have to have a keyword tool so you can dial in your SEO, and you should be publishing courses, and starting memberships, and building funnels, and hosting webinars, and I mean, it's a lot. And if you're just getting started, it's almost impossible to know how all of these pieces fit together or even if you need them at all. Now, for a long time, I've offered a roadmap for you to follow. It's got all the steps in it that new business owners can follow to build a sustainable business. But I realized that even that is not as helpful as it could be. So for the past few weeks, I've been working on a new and improved version of the roadmap. Call it your online business roadmap 2.0 because, you know, I'm creative that way. Over the next few weeks on this podcast, we're going to talk through this roadmap so that no matter where you are in your business journey, you'll know exactly what you need to be focusing on right now. This is episode 91 of the Tiny Course Empire podcast, and today you're going to start building your business without feeling overwhelmed or stressed out over all that there is to do. Instead, I'm going to give you a step-by-step plan to follow. Welcome to the Tiny Course Empire podcast, a weekly show dedicated to helping you launch and grow your digital course business, even if you don't have a big team or a six-figure ads budget. We'll help you design smart systems, take consistent action, and achieve massive success on your own terms. Now, here's your host, Cindy Bedar. Hey, it's Cindy, and thank you for spending a few minutes of your day with me. I appreciate you. You'll find the show notes and the recommended resources for this episode at tinycourseempire.com forward slash 91. While you're there, be sure to download the new online business roadmap. This is the plan we're going to talk through over the next few weeks. So feel free to download it, print it out, take notes if you like, scribble things off if they don't make sense to you. It's all good. Now, before we get started, I do want to clarify something. Some people will tell you that you can start a business today and be making money by the weekend. Well, it might be possible to make money that quickly if you already have an email list or a community to reach out to. That is not the norm, and it is most certainly not what I'm all about. This is not a promise that I have ever made, and it is not something my online business roadmap will help you do. What I want you to do and what this roadmap is for is to create something that is sustainable, that's going to build over time, that's going to turn into a business you can run in maybe just a few hours per week, and that brings in passive income even when you are not working. I know that you can create that in your life. I know it's possible because it's what I've done and it's what many of my friends have done and it's what thousands of other people have done over the years. But it takes time. This is not something that will happen in a weekend or even in a week or a month. You have to be willing to put in the effort and to be consistent in those efforts. 
that's where the real money is. That's where your real business freedom is. Now, if all you want to do is make some money, that's easy and fast. You can ghostwrite for clients or you can create graphics or manage a help desk or do bookkeeping or build websites or any number of other things, both online and off. That kind of service work is much easier to get started with and it's much faster as well. This is the type of work that I did for years and there can be really good money in it but it's active money. I refer to this kind of work as being self-employed. When you show up and do the work, you get paid. But if you want to build a business, and in my definition, a business is something that can potentially run without you and that earns money even if you're not working, if that's what you want, then that takes more time to build. And that's what we're talking about in this roadmap series. So let's go ahead and dive in. I'm going to assume here that you already know what kind of business you want to start, that you already have some idea of the niche you want to pursue, that you already know what your area of expertise is. If you don't already have that in place, though, answer this one question for me. If you had to give a 20-minute talk on any subject, what would the subject be? And before you answer that, because you've probably thought about this before, it's a pretty common question, before you answer that... Think not just about what you know, but also what you're excited to share. Now, for me, I can talk about a lot of different subjects. I can talk about knitting and bread baking and productivity, and I can talk about losing my sister to brain cancer. But the one that really excites me is online marketing. I love everything about it, and I will talk about it to anyone who asks or even people who don't ask, as long as they're willing to listen. So for you... Where is that intersection of what you know and what you love to talk about? That's your niche. Now, there are ways to refine that even further and to decide who you want to work with and who your competition is and what sets you apart, but we're going for broad strokes right now, not fine details. Think just about your subject matter. We'll narrow it down further later in this series. If you're still stuck here, I know a lot of you are what we call multi-passionate, which just means you have lots and lots of different interests. So if you're still stuck, I'm going to ask you to pick just one idea. Trying to start multiple businesses at one time is always going to be a disaster. So pick one. And if you can't pick, then I'm going to offer this advice that I heard from Brooke Castillo, who says, if you knew with 100% certainty that you would be successful, no matter which path you chose, which one would it be? Then go that way. Now, once you have your direction... The next question I hear from many of you is, okay, now what? Where do I start? That's what we're going to talk about today. And it's really pretty simple. You start by building your audience. It really doesn't get any more basic than this. You start building an audience by publishing content about what you know. You publish it, you put it out there in the world, some people will find it, some of them will like it, some of them will share it with other people who might also like it. And that's where your audience growth begins. It's not adding 7,000 people to your community in a week. This is a grassroots effort that takes time to come to fruition. Remember, we said this is a commitment. It takes time. But it is so worth it to put this work into it. And we're going to talk more about that in a minute. But knowing what I know about you, you probably already have questions. And maybe this is where you get stuck. Maybe you're asking yourself, okay, but 
What am I even going to talk about? And where do I even talk about it? Where, where am I publishing this stuff at? So here's my advice to you. Don't overthink it. At this point, it's really not that important. What you're doing here is getting into a content creation rhythm and finding your people. You're figuring out what your workflow is. You're getting used to putting yourself out there. You're getting comfortable with having an opinion and you're finding out what people respond to. It's also about finding your voice and learning your own opinions as much as it is about attracting an audience. There's a quote by Dawson Trotman that goes, thoughts disentangle themselves when they pass through the lips and fingertips. What that means to me is that you can't really be clear on what you're thinking or on what you believe until you take the time to talk or write about it. Get in the habit of publishing your ideas and you'll find more clarity around your subject matter. Okay, but I'm still not answering your question. I know, what exactly are you going to create content about? Well, really anything you want. You can share your ideas. You can talk about something you learned. You can talk about the insights that you've had. You can lay out step-by-step plans for people. You can write about your experiences or your observations. You can critique what other people are saying. You can agree with what other people are saying. You can talk about your successes. You can share your failures. You can ask questions. You can share your curious thoughts. Now, I know that some people worry that even with that big list that you're not going to find enough to talk about, that you'll run out of ideas. And if that's you, here's what I want you to do. First, you're going to grab a notebook or a piece of paper and a pen and set a timer for 30 minutes. In that 30 minutes, write down every single idea you have for content that you can create. Do not stop writing to think about it or to go get another cup of coffee or to surf Facebook. Do not stop to research or worry about whether or not something is a good idea. This is a brainstorming session, so anything goes. I want you to aim for 100 ideas. That's three every minute, and you can do this. The first few are going to come really, really easy. The last few will get harder and harder, but keep stretching yourself. And remember, anything goes at this point. Nothing is too basic or too crazy or too stupid. Don't let that voice in your head tell you that no one wants to hear about that or that everybody already knows that. Just write them all down. You can weed out the unrealistic ideas later. And there's not going to be that many of them, trust me. Now, this exercise is just to show you that you do have plenty of potential ideas to create content around. And if you really cannot think of at least a few dozen ideas, then you might want to refine your niche. Maybe your idea is too narrow and there just isn't enough to sustain a business, or maybe you need to gain a bit more experience with it first so you have more talking points. The other thing you're going to do to ensure that you never run out of ideas is to start publishing content. I know that sounds weird, right? But trust me on this, it works. The more content you publish, the more ideas you will have. Remember that quote that we mentioned a minute ago from Dawson Trotman? Thoughts disentangle themselves when they pass through lips and fingertips. Well, one of the side effects of your thoughts disentangling themselves is that you have more of them. Each idea you have creates more ideas. Each blog you publish brings up questions that can be answered 
in another post. Each video script or audio script you write results in ideas that just aren't a fit for that episode, but that can be expanded into their own show. So take the first step, start publishing and watch what happens. I am predicting that you will have plenty of ideas to choose from once you get started. Now, what about format? Should you write articles or blog posts, or should you record a podcast, or maybe you want to do video? I'm going to leave this up to you. It doesn't matter. Like I said, it's more important that you get the content out there than what format it takes. Now, by far, the easiest way to start is with articles or blog posts, because they don't really require any special equipment or editing tools. But if you really enjoy audio or video content, and this is important, if you are confident that you will not get stuck in limbo land while you figure out the tech side of those options, then you should definitely go for video or audio. Just pick one format that you will publish on one channel and get started. Do not think that you have to do more than one format or more than one channel at this point. Now, I have talked to more than a few people who have big grand plans to publish a blog post every week or maybe two or three blog posts a week and to write a book and to start a podcast and to do all kinds of other things. And you know what they're doing? Almost all of them are stuck firmly in the planning stage. All of those projects are too much to tackle all at once. There is time to do more down the road, but for right now, you're just putting it out there and we're keeping it super simple. So choose a single format and work on your consistency with that format. The second question you likely have is where do you publish that content? That's your channel and you have a lot of options here. My preference is always going to be that you publish on a platform you own. In other words, on your own website. If you have a website already, this is my number one recommendation. Whether you are blogging or podcasting or creating video, publish it on your own site. But if you don't have a website, I don't want you to get stuck building one. If that's the case, you can publish temporarily on someone else's playground. It's okay. Don't get hung up on having to create a website and don't let that hold you back from starting to publish content. You can publish written and audio content on medium.com. You can publish written content on LinkedIn if you are trying to reach a business-focused audience. You can publish videos on YouTube, or you can host live videos on a Facebook page, which brings us to social media. You know I'm not a fan. You probably have heard me say that many, many times. I don't use social media for my business. In fact, except for keeping up with family and some far-flung friends, I don't use social media at all. I know there are business coaches out there who recommend it and some who use it effectively, but that's not me. So publishing on social media will never be my first choice. The exception to this would be Facebook live streams. If video is your content method of choice, and if you like the live aspect of it, and if your audience is largely on Facebook, and again, if you are not going to get hung up on the tech and let that hold you back, then I say go for it but my preference would still be for something less dependent on a platform that you have no control over. You might also be asking, how often should you publish new content? I recommend weekly to start. 
any more than that and you might feel overcommitted, any less than that and it's too easy to let it slide. Pretty soon you're going weeks or months between new content drops and you've lost that consistency that you're trying to build up. So pick a day that you're going to publish on one day out of the week, put it in your calendar and make it non-negotiable. Every week on that day, you publish a new blog post or release a new podcast or a new video. Every single week, no exceptions. Now you might be thinking, okay, but what about SEO and calls to action and repurposing and choosing just the right images? And what about all the other social channels and how am I gonna get traffic? You've got all these questions. To that I say, yes, all of those things are important, but they're important later. Right now, what's most important is creating the system. You're just getting your content factory up and running. It is not expected to be performing at peak efficiency just yet. That's going to come later. The same goes for all of the other things that you think you should be doing right now, like creating courses and posting on TikTok and outsourcing stuff and running ads and whatever else is distracting you and causing you to feel overwhelmed and like you'll never, ever figure out this business thing. This is it. Publish content. That is your only job right now. I recommend publishing one long form piece of content every single week on the same day. So decide what day that is. Again, don't overthink it and decide what format that content will take and start creating. Don't worry about being perfect. Don't worry about optimizing anything. Don't worry if you're publishing in the right place or at the right time. Don't even worry about whether or not anyone is reading or listening. Just keep hitting the publish button week after week after week. There's time for all of those other things later. Okay, so here's your homework for today's lesson. First, make sure that you are clear on your niche. Use the 20-minute talk question if you're not sure yet where you want to focus, but don't move on to the next step until you've nailed this down. Next, brainstorm a list of 100 content topics for your niche. Set a timer and just write. Don't think about them. Don't edit them. Don't criticize them. Just write them all down. Then choose your content format. Will you write articles or blog posts? Will you host a podcast? Will you record video? Oh, and I should clarify something while I'm thinking about it. If you do choose podcasting, it has to be a solo show. This is just you talking about your topic. Interview shows can work, but those are a much more advanced strategy and not something I want you to start out with. Now, remember, one of the big pub one of the big benefits of publishing content consistently is to figure out what you think about a topic, and you can't do that if you're publishing other people's thoughts instead. So, if you're going podcasting, it's a solo show. The next thing you're going to do is decide where you're going to publish. If you already have a website that's the best choice. But if not, you can publish on medium.com, you can publish on Substack or on some other platform. Where you publish is a lot less important than that you're publishing. So don't waste time trying to get a perfectly branded blog built. Just start creating content. Lastly, create a publication schedule. Decide what day you're going to publish on every single week and make it non-negotiable. If you decide that your blog post is going up on Tuesdays, that means you don't go to bed on Tuesday night with it still in draft mode. It does not matter if you're not feeling inspired. That's what your ideas list is for. It doesn't matter if you think no one's going to notice. It doesn't matter if you're too tired or too busy or you'd really just rather watch the latest episode of America's Got Talent or something. 
Treat your publication schedule as if your business depended on it, because it does. And listen, this has nothing to do with Google algorithms. Google doesn't care if you publish a new blog post every week or if you publish six of them this week and then go silent for the next six months. This consistent publication schedule is for you as much as it is for your audience. It tells you that you're committed to your own success. It builds up your own knowledge. It helps you develop your unique voice so that you can stand out even in a competitive market and so that you can attract the exact right audience for your business. So don't skip this step. Make the commitment to publishing content every single week. So that's your homework. Now, I'd love to hear from you. I want you to click over to tinycourseempire.com forward slash 91 and leave me a comment. Tell me what your niche is, where you're publishing, and on what day. Leave a link to your site or to your Substack or to Medium or your YouTube channel or wherever it is you're publishing so we can all cheer you on. And could you do me a favor? If you're enjoying this show, would you pop over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening and leave me a rating and review? That helps other people find us. It helps the algorithms know that you value this content, and that is the best way you can help us grow. Next week, we're going to look at step two of the roadmap, which is starting an email list. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss it. That's it for now, though. Have a terrific day, and I will talk to you again next week. If you like what you hear on the Tiny Course Empire podcast, you're going to love all of the courses and workshops and support you'll find inside Six Figure Systems. That's my monthly program where we dig into online marketing for regular people like you and me. We don't do big launches, we don't have the big headaches, and we don't have the big expenses that come with them. Instead, we focus on creating repeatable, sustainable systems that continue to grow over time and that don't suck up all of our energy or require a 10-person team to manage. You can come see what we're all about at sixfiguresystems.com, and I'll see you on the inside.